You are listening to the Blessed Sacrament Roman Catholic Parish Podcast. We are disciples in mission who know God, love God, and serve God. Even an atheist has faith. To step on board an airplane is to have faith. And certainly there have been atheists on airplanes. To get on an airplane is to have faith in the engineers who designed it, faith in the workers who built it, faith in the mechanics that checked out the airplane during the overnight stop, faith in the ground crews to load it correctly, faith in the fuelers to put enough fuel into the tanks, faith that the pilots have been trained for their mission and faith that the flight attendants know how to get everyone out of the airplane in an emergency in 90 seconds or less using only half the exits. And since as a passenger you have no control over where the airplane goes, You have to have faith that the ground and the air traffic controllers keep your flight from intersecting any one of those other 13,000 flights that are in the air at any given moment of the day. So yes, even an atheist must have faith. Faith is not something that belongs only to religion. It belongs to everyday living. Each and every day, we take on risks and act on probabilities. Hardly ever do we act on certainties. Even the heroes and gods of our rational world, whom we call scientists, operate on theories that are hardly certainties. In fact, the titles of their models say it all, like Darwin's theory of evolution or Einstein's theory of relativity, just to name a few. Rarely does science give us proof that lasts the test of time. Of course, attacks on faith are quite prominent. They always have been, and they always will be. I dare say that most of us here have been betrayed, even betrayed by people with whom we have placed our faith or have been faithful to. We come to realize that there are unreliable people in this world. But we have to acknowledge that we ourselves may have been unreliable, even unfaithful in our personal relationships. But for all that's wrong in this life and in our world and in others, and maybe even on ourselves, we cannot afford to give up, to stop believing in the basic goodness of others. We cannot lose faith. God didn't lose faith, and he hasn't lost faith in us. 
In St. Paul's letter to the Hebrews, we hear the recounting of the story of Abraham. He proposed that faith in God can give our life serenity, security, and deep joy. The great patriarchs had such faith in God's promise that it helped Abraham persevere through all the tremendous trials of his life. The gospel today reaffirms that whoever belongs to Jesus need have no fear and that we who make God our treasure and commit to Christ as our guide to living this life, this life that he has commanded, we will be led to our true home where a loving father is there to welcome us. But the same gospel tells us that God also makes demands of us. The saints are proof of God's love, but their lives are also proof that there is no escape from suffering of one sort or or another. Often their faith was seriously put to the test. We don't know how God's love will make demands of us, especially those demands that are in conflict with our own and often selfish desires. God has given us the dignity and the responsibility of working with him to bring the world to completion, to wholeness, to that holiness in which he made it to exist from the beginning. God has made a tremendous act of faith in you and me. God believes in us enough to give us the freedom to choose his love or not. The freedom to choose to accomplish his work or not. And the freedom to do good for his kingdom on earth or not. For God finds it necessary to love us for he can do no other and to live in his faith in us. For God so loved the world that he sent his only son to us to teach us in his word and deeds, to sanctify all of us by instituting the sacraments in which we can participate and to govern us through his church. In faith, we receive the sacraments of baptism, confession, and Eucharist so that in us, God's grace can grow our faith to love and to serve him and to have God's trust grow in us. 
Our fathers in faith trusted in the word of God, put their faith in his oaths, and were convinced that what he promised, he would do. None of them lived to see his promises made completely good and full. For it was not until Christ and his church that Abraham's descendants were made as countless as the stars and the grains of sand. It was not until his last supper and the Eucharist that the sacrifice, the divine institution of that first Passover was truly fulfilled. And now, we too await the final fulfillment of what God promised us in Christ. We must live standing vigilant and ready to do his will as his servants, as we heard in the gospel. And we must have faith in him because in truth, brothers and sisters, there is nothing else but him. Thank you for listening to the Blessed Sacrament Roman Catholic Parish podcast. We are disciples in mission who know God, love God, and serve God.